You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Drive the pickoff Garland. It does. Gets it back. Goes down the lane. Double clutches grabbed by Mobley. Out goes Okoro. Look out! <laughs> Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. It's Futures Day on the show, so why not bring aboard our guy, Zach Price, pro sports investor. He's joining us on the GetMyFitness.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedrooms. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Of course, uh, Zach, a famous Cavs guy on this show with all sorts of futures on that team last season. Zach, welcome back to the show. Before we get into all sorts of things, uh, you know, NBA and, and future stuff, um, what, what are you? how do you viewing the Jalen Hurts injury impact? Would you play a future in the NFC? Do you have any positions in the NFC other than the Eagles? G- give us your thoughts on how big of a deal you think it is and if you think there now are some futures to be made within the NFC because Hurts is at least banged up right now. Yeah, Joe, great to be back on BetQL today. Um, Yeah, let's talk some futures. So Jalen Hurts, you know, went down. He's going to be out a little while. Um, Before we even get to the teams, like the one futures I'm looking at is Patrick Mahomes MVP with Jalen Hurts on ice a little bit. You know, it gives Mahomes time to add uh, a couple of his patented, you know, 350-yard, four-touchdown games in there and really kind of grab hold of that thing. Yeah, he's minus 275 with the injury note. I see the odds on your screen there. so, you know, that's the first thing I'm going to look at. In terms of the NFC, I'm all over the place this year with the NFC. So I got the Eagles at 50-1 to 1 before the season. And then when Dak Prescott got injured, I got the Cowboys at 100-1. to 1. And so I'm in amazing shape on those two teams. But, you know, I got a little bit too much behind Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady this year. So those futures are looking, you know, not as hot. Um, <laughs> I still have hopes for Tom. If he can make the playoffs, they're sitting at 30-1. to 1. I don't know. I mean, if Tom Brady gets in the playoffs and it looks like they should win the division, although that's getting tight, I would love to have a 30-1 to ticket on Tom Brady, even though it looks like they're struggling now. we still got several weeks to go. Um, Tampa, can, if they can get it going and get that playoff experience going, I do like them as a long shot in the NFC. Um, but Philly, you know, they should hold that number one seed. Minnesota, we know, has not looked like a top-tier team, even though they have a top-tier record. But the key with Minnesota is – they're winning games, I, even on the biggest NFL comeback in M- NFL history. You know, that has to you do something for the team and the players in the locker room, on the field, in a close game. They've they've been pulling it out. So even though they're not looking great, you know, in the stats, they're winning games. They're still 22 to one, I think, on MGM right now. I still think there's value there, whereas, you know, I'm not really buying the, the uh, Eagles, even the Cowboys. The Niners have shown what they can do. Um, we don't know about Jimmy G, so I'm not going to put too much money in there now at 7-1. to one. 
I'm going to hang back and look at like a Vikings 22, a Tampa 30, get those teams in the playoffs and then see what kind of matchups we have and how they're playing at that time. Zach, it sounded like you chalked up the uh, the Rodgers, the Packers play as a loss and, you know, obviously losing value there. But we were talking about it to start the show after last night's victory. You know, they get Detroit last game of the season. Uh, there is a decent chance here, Packers, the other teams that are involved in that uh, hunt for that seven seed, they have tough road games this weekend. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, Seattle, Detroit, Washington all lose if you look at Green Bay, 90 to 1 conference, 200 to 1 for the Super Bowl, uh, is it worth a shot at those numbers? At those numbers, absolutely. Um, I would be thrilled to see the Packers in the playoffs. Like I said, my futures on the Packers, I would love to get those into the playoffs along with the other teams mm -hmm. that I mentioned, just kind of have a free for all in the NFC. But man, if the Packers can get in, Aaron Rodgers, one of the best to ever do it. I, again, like Brady, you just want to, the season starts over in the playoffs. You know, home field advantage isn't what it used to be in the NFL. And so if I can get Brady and Rodgers in the playoffs with some of my uh, longer shots like Eagles 50 and Dallas 100, we got the Vikings I mentioned at 22, I, you know, then you just let the chips fall where they may and let the veterans maybe show Jalen Hurts how to get it done. I know Tom Brady showed him last year in the first round of the playoffs. They destroyed the Eagles. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll see how the Eagles come out firing in the playoffs, but um, they're strong as can be, but I wouldn't be surprised if they run up into a veteran team and get taken down. Gosh, you just got me excited for the playoffs. Could you imagine these old guys underperforming, disappointing in the regular season, and then showing the young fellas how it's done? What about the AFC side? We were just talking about the Jags potentially being this year's Bengals. Um, where are you looking on the AFC side? Well, the, the Jags at the beginning of the year, I definitely pegged as this year's Bengals. So, you know, young quarterback, the, the, no ceiling on Trevor Lawrence. We don't know how good he could be, just like Joe Burrow last year. Um, they have a very strong defense. Uh, I don't know, you know, about their playoff percentages right now. But, uh, hey, if they get on a roll, it's going to be the same scenario that we saw with Joe Burrow last year. The Bengals made it all the way to the Super Bowl, and they just kept winning games right at the end. I think all the first three of their playoff games, KC, Tennessee, and the Raiders, they won all on the last play or last possession. So again, you know, the season's going to start over in the playoffs. If the Jaguars can get in, Trevor Lawrence is a very dangerous man, good defense, anything can happen. But I think Buffalo, Kansas City, everybody wants to see those two go at it again. I think that's what we're going to see in the AFC. I'm not looking for too many surprises in the AFC. Of course, Joe Burrow is going to have his say in that. And if they play Kansas City in the playoffs, you know, that might actually be the best game of the playoffs, even though we all think Buffalo, Kansas City is. I can't wait for another Burrow-Mahomes rematch if that comes into play. Zach, uh, on that AFC side, the way the bracket's kind of lining up right now, we could have the AFC South winner probably against the five seed. And that looks right now like maybe the Chargers, maybe the Ravens. Both of those teams are 25-1. to 1. If you had to pick one right now to make a run in the AFC, is it the Chargers or the Ravens, assuming, of course, Lamar Jackson is back and, and on the field in the postseason? Yeah, Joe, that's a great question. So, um, you know me, I'm a big Baltimore Ravens guy. When Lamar Jackson, if he can get, you know, if he can get healthy when he gets in the playoffs, I mean, he's the most dangerous man, I think, with the ball. So I do like the Chargers. They've really not lived up to, to what I thought they could be this year. They have a couple of strong defenders there on the line. Um, Bosa and Mack, very, very helpful. Herbert, obviously. I think Herbert needs that experience that maybe Lamar has gained in the past. Um, they said Lamar couldn't win a playoff game. 
You know, he get him in the playoffs, get him running around, get him throwing that ball. I think he's the most dangerous guy with the football in the NFL. So at 25 to one, I would I would rather have the Ravens getting in there with a little bit of experience while the Chargers maybe pick up some of that experience this year. I don't think they're going to go too far. We were just talking to a trader from BetMGM, and I find this interesting. After Hertz, like now, going on nearly 24 hours later, uh, most sports books have not reposted Offensive Player of the Year. And he said they're, they're trying to, to figure that out. Justin Jefferson will remain the favorite, but what do they do with Mahomes? What do they do with Hertz? Do you think there's some sort of angle there? Because I've always contended that Offensive Player of the Year, the, the books really don't know what to do. They're really just guessing about what the voters uh, are going to do here because it's not like you know with MVP how it's become a quarterback award or some of the other awards and the thinking like with Coach of the Year. Offensive players, sometimes you don't know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, again, like like you mentioned, Joe, uh, a perfect analysis on that. You got to guess what are the voters thinking, and so it, it like you mentioned, MVP almost always goes to that top quarterback with a top record, a Mahomes, a Hertz, you know, maybe even an Allen or a Burrow. Now, the offensive player of the year usually doesn't go to a quarterback, so I am looking at Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson to just um, kind of hold that ground as the favorite, get the votes as a wide receiver here, um, and you know. I'm not looking at any running backs right now. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry's always in the conversation for this award, but I do think it's JJ's to win. And I don't. I, I think, of course, they're going to go with the quarterback for the MVP, Offensive Player of the Year. They're going to go with the skill position. I think it's just the way it's going to be done. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's look at the NBA futures. Um, let's start with uh, NBA title here. Um, you got the Celtics plus three fifty, Bucks four to one, Suns eight to one, Warriors nine to one, Clippers ten to one. Where are you looking? Whether it's you know one of these top teams or also maybe a longer shot as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, the top the NBA is a totally different animal than the NFL, like we just talked about. I was talking about the old guys from the back of the pack getting in. That would be kind of like talking about the Lakers right now. You know, if the <laughs> Lakers can get in the playoffs, but Anthony Davis is injured. We know what happened last year. Huge disaster. I lost too much money on the Lakers last year. I'm sticking with the top. So, you know, in terms of value, I'm just bringing up my MGM odds here. You guys got them mm-hmm. pulled up. Yep, so Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee, Boston. Golden State's nine to one. I mean, I would love to take a flyer on Golden State at nine to one. Again, get them, get get the old guys, Curry and Draymond and Clay into the playoffs. Um, the Clippers, I'm a little worried about. Kawhi Leonard, you know, Paul George, uh, they really got to get their their legs under them and start playing together and start winning some games. Um, you know, I don't want to go too far down the list. You know, Pelicans, hot team, great team, a lot of talent. They need to get some playoff experience. They played well in the first round last year against Phoenix. Um, my Denver Nuggets out here, again, 
Uh, they haven't gelled yet. Jamal Murray, you know, Michael Porter Jr., they need to start playing with Jokic and pick up a bunch of wins themselves just to get it rolling. So I am going to stick with Boston, Milwaukee, Golden State. Um, I'm going to stay away from Phoenix right now. I think that, you know, they had those problems against Dallas last year. That really concerns me. Um, the Nets, I'm not ready to – I don't think they play enough defense to really make them a title contender. Let's talk about your Cavs here. I mean, you were high on them last year. I like what I've seen. Now, can they actually get through the Celtics and the Bucks in the East? I'm not sure. But Donovan Mitchell's been a great addition to them. You can find them about 12-1 to 1 to win the East. How high is the ceiling for a team you were high on a year ago? Oh, yeah. Well, last year I was plucking them off at 1,000 to 1, and they got down to 50 to 1, 40 to 1, and then they had some injuries. So this year I got them at 100 to 1 right before that Donovan Mitchell trade. They bring in the superstar. Um, man, I, the sky is the limit for the Cavaliers. You know, we mentioned, you know, Joe, you mentioned Boston, Milwaukee. Well, I'll tell you what, the Cavs play both of those teams very tough. They beat Boston twice this year. They, I, you know, they did lose to Milwaukee the last time they played, but played them tough up until the last quarter. I could see those games going, going five games or seven games if they play them. Will they win that series? I don't know. But if there is going to be a challenger, I do like the Cavs. I think the Sixers up there at 20-1. to 1. Um, Also, you could take a flyer on with the big man in the middle, Embiid. Um, but I wouldn't – again, I'm not going – Heat, they just don't have enough explosion there. The Hawks, they're still figuring out, you know, how to gel that backcourt. I think the Cavs are the wild card. They're so young. But if they can put together a series and knock off of the Celtics or a Bucks and maybe get into a favorable matchup against, you know, like the Sixers or the Heat, I think they can do some serious damage there. And I think what's what's their odds? Twenty-two to one. I still think it's a lot of fair value at twenty-two to one on the Cavs. I don't know if you fall into this, but almost every NBA better I know last week bet on the Orlando Magic to win the Southeast Division at. A, a ridiculous number, like crazy high, you know, 500, 300 number. Uh, do, do, did you fall into that? And is there a path? I'm not buying stock into the Magic winning the division. It's too long of a season. We play too many games. The big, guy, the big guns beat up on the, on the you know, the, the lesser teams in the NBA. Um, I just don't see the Magic over the course of the year winning enough games to, to even make the playoffs. Um, yeah, so the Hawks, you know, they're tough in that division. Wizards, 30-1. to 1. They even have some veterans. The Hornets are just a mess this year without LaMelo playing enough games and Bridges obviously being mm-hmm. gone. But, yeah, no, I'm not buying the Magic. Um, exciting young team, exciting young players. I like what they're doing with their bench bunch. They're bringing a, some guys off the bench that, um, you know, Cole Anthony, Mo Bamba, who, who started last year. So they have a, they're just way too young, I think, to close out those important games that they would need to in, you know, a March or April to win a division or even make the playoffs. What about MVP? Um, I ended up betting John Morant before the season. Where are you looking for MVP? I grabbed Tatum before the season. Now he's the favorite. Um, the Celtics have the best record, so that you know that makes it an easy choice right now. But it is a long season. Last year we were probably talking about Steph Curry this time of year in the Warriors, and he wasn't even close. So you know the the, the obvious names are Tatum, Giannis, you know Luca. My guy Nikola Jokic has won two in a row, and he's at eight to one. Um, I don't think they would vote him three times in a row, but he could force them to if he wins the West and puts up a monster number. But the guy I'm really kind of looking at is like a sleeper, and I see his odds have even come down even more. How about Kevin Durant at 16-1? to 1? The Brooklyn Nets, wow. you know me and the Brooklyn Nets, not a huge fan of them last year. You know, and this year, they're starting to win some games. Kyrie's back. 
if the Nets can make a run and Durant goes on what he does, what he does, um, that's a sleeper right there at 16 to one. You know, Kevin Durant is the most skilled player, I think, in the NBA. And if he starts pouring in 30, 40, 50 a game and the Nets can somehow win that division over Boston, I think it would be a no brainer that Kevin Durant's going to get a lot of talk for MVP. He's 16 to one. I take a flyer on that right now. A little bit less than a minute left here, Zach. Any other awards you're targeting? There's always a lot of, you know, we got a lot of season to go, so someone can make a run. Any other awards you're looking at and feel like there's value somewhere on the board? Yeah, in terms of value, I'm going to look at, how about Rookie of the Year, Jaden Ivey's 30-1, to 1, Bancaro's minus 600. What happens if Bancaro gets injured again? Cade Cunningham's out for the year. Jaden Ivey could suddenly start having monsters and show us what he can do. At 30-1, to 1, I'll take a flyer on that one and see, you know, yeah, Bancaro's minus 833. So there you go, Joe. If you guys want a long shot rookie of the year, how about Jaden Ivey? I like it. Zach, we appreciate it. Always appreciate having on Zach Price on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the veterans. GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Coming up on the other side, it's time for Lightning Bets. Our favorite plays for today next right here on the Beck Network.